The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Andy O'Donoghue who is joining us for Tech Thursday to talk about investing in technology that just might save you money at some stage in the future. I'm going to start with one that I was doing a little bit of research on recently. Put it into the family WhatsApp. Who would be interested <laughs> in us having an air fryer in the kitchen? Got absolutely zero response oh, from anybody. Oh. Uh, but why are they suddenly becoming so popular? Is it for health reasons or cost reasons? I think it was a little bit of both, Matt, but primarily the health reason because you can cook kind of fried food, fried food effect without using any oil or with a light brush of oil. And I got a prosenic air fryer and it is a white... So what's a prosenic air so fryer? It, it's, it's a make. They, they make uh, Hoover's and other sort of domestic appliances. They have a couple of air fryers, but it has Wi-Fi and it connects to my Alexa. So I can say things like, I won't now, just in case the radio's on at home, but I can say, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can ask Alexa to turn on the oven, to preheat it, to turn, you know, set it to chicken, all that stuff by voice, which is kind of handy. It's a little bit of a gimmick in the kitchen. But they got really popular, and people loved the effect that they gave, and, you know, the uh, rotisserie chicken and all that kind of stuff. But then people started proposing that, well, actually, they save you money cooking, and they are quick, and they are really quick. The Sorry, th- in that they would do something maybe in 20 minutes that might exactly. take an hour or 20 minutes in the, in the oven. Exactly. Exactly. And they're very efficient. The problem, I think, is, and this has sort of been discussed by people who've covered them in more detail, is that, you know, some of them are quite big. And so if you're cooking something small, if you're putting on your little mozzarella bits and pieces or, you know, uh, chicken goujons, you know, you, you might put in half a dozen and you've got a whole oven powered up. So they're not probably that energy efficient on a broad scale, but they are they're kind of fun and they also cook very quickly. Okay, and what about smart cookers? Smart cookers have not we it's really difficult to get a smart cooker. Amazon have a microwave that they sell in the US. Uh, but generally smart cookers are hard to get. But there there was one little device that I came across and it's the Salter egg cooker. And this I had no idea how popular these were, but people love them. And essentially it's a way of cooking boiled eggs. Holds up to 6 boiled eggs. But somebody uh, I think at one of the UK magazines did some research and they cook eggs with 91% less energy than you would do them on the hob in boiled water. Uh, They cost about 25 euros. I've seen them in Irish retailers. I had no idea they were so popular. They're not smart in any way, but they are incredibly efficient. Okay. Right. And do they give you a better boiled egg? I'm not a connoisseur of the boiled egg, I have to confess, but people really genuinely do love them. And there's a lot of Instagram people of people with their eggs and soldiers. I suppose one thing you can time it probably. Bang on. And temperature wise as well. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. Okay, let's move to other things. Smart lights. I mean, I know it's probably not the time of year really to be worried too much about this because you don't turn your lights on hopefully until later Mm. in the evening or whatever. But I suppose even looking forward ahead to the autumn months, maybe purchasing now and getting yourself sorted out. I, I think it is a good idea to get set up. I mean, you know, we're middle of middle of July and you're right, 
but managing your lights at home is really easy, but it's also very uh, an effective way of saving a few quid. There are, smart lights are kind of that smart home device that's the easiest to kind of plug and play. And Philips make a range called the Philips Hue. And in my experience, they are the best. I've never had one fail. Not a single bulb has ever failed on me. The problem is that they're a little bit pricey. A white bulb costs about 30 euros for a two-pack, but the two-pack for colour bulbs is, is almost a hundred euros. Now, their LEDs incredibly energy efficient, but how long would they last for? I've I've had some of my bulbs are years old at this point, and I have had and they're working perfectly. So I would expect that they can last years and years. But do they reduce the price of your electricity bill? They do, absolutely. So first of all, they're an LED bulb, but also because they're smart, you can program the them to do very clever things. With the Philips bulbs, you have to get what's called the Philips Hue Bridge. It's a little box about the same size as an Apple TV, but you do need it, and it acts like a hub for all of your bulbs. But the bulbs then can be integrated into Alexa or Google Home or Siri, and so you can do things like you can you can tell your smart device to turn on or off the living room, the bedroom. You can do it from the app, but you can time them so that they always go off at midnight. And if you're not home, you can turn them on when you're away, but it does allow you to control energy usage. And Matt, you can do very clever things. You can buy a little sensor for about 20 euros, which ensures that the bulb turns off if it doesn't detect anybody in the room. So these are small changes, but if you if you account for a whole household of light bulbs and people, you can make effective savings. In fact, could that be the most effective thing, is actually having this sort of motion detector issue, or the effect with your lights? I, I Absolutely. I mean, we, we saw people selling them years ago, but there are very clever new versions of that. In fact, there's one I came across that uses kinetic energy, doesn't even have a battery, and, you know, turning on and off the lights when you're not there is very important. Does this work with things like recessed lights, which an awful lot of people have in their homes, and there used to be an issue as to whether you could actually get the bulbs to work for the tech when they were recessed. Uh, it's a great, great point to consider because the Philips Hue bulbs, yes, and another make that I really like are called LE Pro, and they're about a third of the price. Now, um, they're not as they're not as high quality, but they are excellent, and um, they come in those little recessed versions. They come in outdoor versions, waterproof versions, and so if you have sealed lights in a bathroom, you can have your bathroom lights as smart lights also. Uh, and this might sound like a ridiculous question, but it's one that's come up in discussion in our house. <laughs> the quality of the light coming off these things, as sometimes they can be so white as to be off-putting, uh, and like an office rather than a home. Exactly, and so this is the great thing about these smart. LED bulbs, you can control the tone. Believe it or not, some of them you can even enter a Pantone uh, code and have the light identical to the colour that you like. So you can do things like if you're having a bath, you can get have the lights in a nice, you know, purpley shade or whatever. Um, whereas during the daytime, um, you can have them a very, uh, you know, a very cool sort of uh, daytime flavour. And all compatible with the likes of Alexa or Siri or Google yeah. Home or whatever and yeah. stuff. What about smart plugs? Smart, smart plugs are also really useful and um, there are a variety of makes. The ones that I like uh, particularly are the TP-Link and the reason I like them is they're really good value. And You can buy them for, you know, they started I think 10 or 11 euros. But TP-Link um, also make a plug board so you could have the TV and the DVD and your um, multi-channel box, all 
all plugged into that. They are also Wi-Fi compatible, so you can tell your smart home device to turn them off, or you can use the app, whether you're at home or away, and also for safety and security, so you can make sure that, you know, oh gosh, did I leave the hairdryer on or did I leave something turned on? And you can do that remotely. And some of them even have a built-in energy monitor where you enter the kilowatt hour price and it tells you how much a room or an individual appliance is using. We can't be sure if and when our heating bills ever return to old pre-Russian invasion of Ukraine levels. And for many people, I think they were coming off discounts as well. They're actually still facing further hikes in the future. Can smart thermostats help you control your use to get those bills down a bit? They can. And there's plenty of analysis and academic research done by a number of the companies. And the smart thermostat market is dominated by a few uh, big players. And Google Nest would be the biggest one. And also uh, French company Natatmo. Google Nest thermostat costs 250 euros just and you can order it online or you can buy it in stores and they are really clever and they have got more clever as time has gone on. But how do they integrate with your existing system? So what what, what you do is you get a Nest installer, a Nest professional installer comes and installs it and you know the thermostat with the little clock that many Mm. people will have in their homes, what they do is they come and they replace that with a little white box and that in turn connects by Wi-Fi to the app and that is what controls your thermostat and there are a couple of different versions there's even a version for a combi boiler so if you have the ability to control turn on your hot water and not your heating people in apartments often don't have that but you can do both and the great thing about them Matt is that they really genuinely do learn the routine of a household they know that you like it at 20 degrees when you're having breakfast but they also uh, can figure out that in the winter that you like you know a couple of degrees higher but you never have the temperature high maybe in kids bedrooms and using the little radiator adapters that, say, companies like Natatmo make, you can individually tune the temperature in rooms. And they have very clever features like window open detection. So if they detect a window open, they stop heating a room, which is ingenious. You And again, you put all of those savings together and potentially you could save 30% on a heating bill per year. A lot of listener comments coming in. You want to be eating a lot of eggs to save enough money to make <laughs> back to €25 Euro for a dedicated egg cooker or you might have a big family or you might like more than a f- couple of eggs in the morning. Another one here says we have a Whirlpool 6 cents microwave steamer air fryer in one a tad expensive at a thousand euro oh, wow. but worth it and is built in as well. Built in Wi-Fi, that's a lot. But another one here says air fries useless. Mm. I've tried two, both of them useless. They make everything as dry as sawdust, mm. chips a no-go. I think they're made for people who don't like to cook or who don't like food, Andy. I think the one, I agree with the chips. I gotta say, I got a rotisserie uh, basket in mine, and it does a rotisserie chicken exactly like you see in uh, deli counters. So that is one thing I do like about them. Gotta leave it there. Andy O'Donoghue, thank you very much for joining us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-